around the miserable. Men who grow up not knowing if or whether they are finally men and what that role means. Men who yearn for that confirmation but are afraid to ask for fear of the answer they might receive. Men who have been programmed from childhood to make negative choices they seemingly have no control over. Men who have had no father or a poor role model for a father figure are left to discover the secrets of masculinity on their own. It can be a frightful, frustrating, and depressing challenge without a guide. They yearn for authenticity, but no matter how hard they try, they never quite seem to be able to grasp it, always feeling like it's just outside their reach. Oftentimes, men from these kinds of backgrounds end up in any one of several scenarios, either in prison, forced to marry a girl he didn't love because he impregnated her, addicted to drugs, alcohol, sex, or work, abandons his family, or at best, settles for living out a shallow life of redundancy and despair because it was just good enough to be acceptable, even though it did nothing to inflame his passions or satisfy his lust for significance. Even those men who do not start out life with traumatic beginnings often fall short of the glory and significance we all dream about and yearn for in our hearts. So what is a man? Even of greater interest, what exactly is a good man? What character traits, roles, and actions determine a man who is a good man from one who isn't so good? To take it a step further, what makes a great man? For sake of discussion throughout this book, let's consider a good man to be a stand-up guy. A stand-up guy. Kit Nurburn, U.S. theologian and author, says, Acknowledge your male characteristics, celebrate them, honor them. Turn them into a manhood that serves the world around you. But do not let them overwhelm you, and do not let those who confuse maleness and manhood take your manhood from you. Most of all, do not fall prey to the false belief that mastery and domination are synonymous with manliness. I once had a friend, who I always thought was a manly kind of guy, tell me I was a man's man. I felt really proud that he called me that. In fact, I thought it was one of the greatest compliments I'd ever received. Receiving it from a man I looked up to made it that much more satisfying. But later, I realized I wasn't sure exactly what he meant, and I was too embarrassed to go back and ask him. I sort of knew how I thought about what a real man was, but I didn't have a very clear definition from my childhood or our culture. It was a subject that nagged at my gut. Having been raised without a powerful or even a positive role model of masculinity, I have devoted much study to the subject over the course of my life. I always wanted to be masculine, to be a man's man, but I never really felt as if I measured up to some obscure and unattainable standard. I wasn't even sure what that standard was. Most guys I know secretly wonder the same thing. What does it mean to be manly, to be a man, to be a stand-up guy? First things first, what exactly is a man? It all depends upon who you ask. Ask a woman and you'll likely get a completely different answer than if you ask a male. Ask a young man and you'll get a version differing from one you would get if you ask an old man. Ask a lumberjack and a male hairstylist and you'll probably get two vastly different versions as well. And that's just in modern America. What about other countries, cultures, and civilizations throughout history? Before I became a full-time author and speaker, I owned a company where many of my clients were wealthy real estate developers, attorneys, and bank presidents. Today, I spend a fair amount of my time speaking to men in maximum security prisons. I don't exaggerate when I say that the code of masculinity and what it takes to be a man while incarcerated in prison is drastically different than what constitutes a man in the corporate boardroom. 
In fact, men from either one of those environments probably could not survive in the other. In the following chapters of this book, we'll look at several models of masculinity and compare them. In order to be a man, especially a good man, we have to know what a man looks like and how he acts. For those of us who did not have that modeled, it can be a huge challenge trying to figure it out. Challenges as we go on. All men struggle with the same issues. We just don't talk about them very often. Kent Nurburn sums it up this way. I have felt myself emptied into the mystery of the universe, and I have had moments when the smallest slight threw me into a rage. I have carried others when I barely had the strength to walk myself, and I have left others standing by the side of the road with their hands outstretched for help. Sometimes I feel I have done more than anyone can ask. Other times I feel I am a charlatan and a failure. I carry within me the spark of greatness and the darkest of heartless crimes.